like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, the forgiveness of sin. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Want you to turn in your Bible to John's Gospel, chapter 3 and verse 16. I know you can quote it sideways, but I want you to turn to it. John chapter 3 and verse 16. <clears throat> In John 3 and 16, you'll find these consecrated words spoken through the lips of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to a man by the name of Nicodemus at night. John 3 and 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave, his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Look at that 17th verse. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I want to talk to you this morning from a very simple subject in light of the times and the holiday season that is upon us. I thought it very uh, encouraging and enlightening to share with you the forgiveness of sins. I don't want us to get caught up in the Christmas tree and the guy in the red and white suit. The forgiveness of sins. But listen to this. Backstory. There is something behind that forgiveness. The backstory is the story behind the story. Are we communicating? So the, are we communicating? So then the backstory is the story behind John 3:16. It's the story behind this so-called Christmas holiday. It is the story behind the scene that we need to really focus in on and make it a part of who we are and our thinking apparatuses. Here, the Bible says, as we talk about the forgiveness of sins, the backstory. I submit to you that there is a system, a God-ordained system behind Calvary. 
And if we could get into that deep, broad, and wide appreciation for this backstory, then we'll know that Jesus is not a come by late, come by uh, Johnny come lately God. This thing has been playing out all the way from eternity past. And it's my desire and heartfelt prayer this morning is that we would understand and key in to this backstory. What is behind all this? Now we know Roman Catholicism, they came up with these uh, pagan holidays. I'm not going to get into that. Christmas, Easter, all the rest of this. And they found some scripture to kind of, you know, support uh, those pagan efforts. I'm leaving all that over there on the table. But I want to get, and what I want us to get to today is the backstory. And the forgiveness of sins is what the cross is all about. And to miss the cross is to miss the whole thing. Can't I get a witness? So God so loved the world. Because that's who he is. That's what he does. God is love. He so loved the world that he gave. See, you, you, can, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish and will not perish, but have everlasting life. So behind the cross of Calvary and where we are today in the front of that cross moving on then we'll find and understand that the whole thing was about the forgiveness of sins. And when we talk about the forgiveness of sins we have to be reminded of the fact that God is the one that devised this eternal plan to rescue man before he ever made man. God had a plan of redemption. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. So salvation is in no other name other than the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So do not make this a religious argument. This is truth unleashed. The backstory is that God loved us to the point that he was willing to kill his only begotten son for you. So don't get caught up and lost in the maze of a Christmas tree. Or burning all your energy and your gas to go and find somebody a gift. It's good to give. But the backstory is man was born in sin. He was shaping in iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace was upon God's son Jesus. And with his stripes we are healed. So Jesus did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Go to Colossians chapter 1, key in on verses 13 and 14. The forgiveness of sins, the backstory. What's behind that cross is a loving God 
and a son named Jesus who was willing to give his life and the Holy Ghost who is reporting these incidents. In Colossians chapter 1, if you would key in and look at verses 12 and 13, the Bible says, giving thanks unto the Father who hath made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption here we go through his blood even the forgiveness of sins now in that lesson coming up this morning Jesus came John Baptist Jesus's first cousin said behold the lamb of God that taketh away the sin singular the sin of the world. What's the sin of the world? The sin of the world is unbelief. And here we see that God has given us, uh, delivered us from the power of darkness, that's Satan, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we're not working to get into the kingdom. We're already there if we are born again. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see, neither can he enter into the kingdom. Now the backstory behind all of this. And Jesus walking and talking and delivering. And creating miracles and signs and wonders. And raising the dead. And pulling bread out of bread. And fish out of fish. All of those were uh, benefits of his being here. But the main reason that he came. Was to save you. And the main reason was to save me. So we see here, as we talk about this backstory, we're going to find that there's a total system, a perfect system that God put in place that nobody can overturn. That's why once saved, always saved. But forgiveness comes through the blood of the cross of the crucified Lamb of God at Calvary. And when we talk about that, well, let's just deal with this right quick. In, in verse 12, in Colossians 1, in verse 12, it says, giving thanks unto the Father, unto whom? Unto the Father who hath made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We are heirs of God. And we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And God has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us to glory and virtue and praise and fellowship. So we see then that God has made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I'm not a poor man. You're not a poor woman. If you are saved, you are highly favored and blessed. <laughs> you are basting in the light of God's glory and his eternal forgiveness. Forgiveness with God is eternal. But in order for us to have been redeemed and in order for men to still be being redeemed, there has to be some shedding of blood because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Now, it just can't be anybody's blood. 
Because the day that Christ died, there were two thieves, one to the left and one to the right. Look straight ahead. You might be surrounded by a couple yourself today. But those two thieves, their blood was not sufficient to wash away our sins. Hallelujah! What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now, now, now pause right there. You got to believe that. You got to believe that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. And because the blood of Jesus was shed, his blood was shed so that our sins could be forgiven. Nobody else could have accomplished that because Jesus is God in the flesh. It's not but two gods, only one God. One God, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So we see then that the blood of the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus, is the only blood that is, that shall ever be, or that was sufficient to wash away our sins. I didn't say cover. In the Old Testament, when they kill all those animals, animal blood covered sins. The blood of Jesus washes our sins away. Hallelujah. Every sin that we've ever committed when we came to Jesus, washed them away. That's where forgiveness comes in. That's the backstory. His blood washes away our sins. In verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. So we've already been delivered from the power of darkness. So darkness has a power, but it has no power over us. We've been delivered from the power of darkness. Watch this. And has been translated or moved out of darkness into light into the kingdom of his dear son. So the kingdom of God is in Jesus Christ. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Not temporarily, but forever. So the kingdom, not only is it a place, it's a person. The kingdom is Jesus. And anyone who's born again is already in the kingdom. So I don't have to go to no hall to get in there. Don't be messy, preacher. I'm trying not to be. In verse 14, talking about Jesus, in whom we have redemption. Now right there. We've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. What does it mean to be redeemed? To be bought with a price. To be bought out of the slave market of sin and set free to be. All that God's creative force and power that he has put in you is still available for you to become. All that God has ordained and purpose for you to be before the world was. Say these words, I can do all things through Christ. Which strengthens me. I can walk. I can talk. I can do miracles, signs, and wonders because of the power that works in me. You got that? Now notice this. In Jesus is the in whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Now, what does it mean to forgive? Because maybe some of y'all today are still struggling with that. To forgive means to send it away. 
To forgive means to let it go. You know why we should be able to so easily let it go? Because we've been forgiven. I heard a brother this morning ministering on the television. And it brought a whole another light in perspective into my understanding as it relates to forgiveness. And I'm sure you can identify with what I'm about to say. When Jesus said, when the question was raised uh, by Peter, how often should we forgive our brothers? Seven times. And Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. Now that's in one day. How can you offend somebody? And that's what sin is. It's an offense. It's not like Dallas Cowboys offense. This is a real offense. That woke you up, didn't it? <laughs> but watch this. Sin is an offense against God. All sin is against God. Now, we can sin against one another. We can run over one another. We can dishonor one another. And that human element now comes in that I need for you to forgive me and I need to forgive you. Because the offense committed was done really against God. On the road to Damascus, when, the, um, when Saul of Tarsus was going down there to Damascus to arrest all down there that was calling on Jesus, Jesus asked a question. He made a statement. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. See, anything that's done against one of God's children is done against God. That's where the offense comes in. So through Jesus Christ, we have the forgiveness of sins. And the backstory behind all this is, okay, God is going to send his son, and he did. And God is going to kill his son, and he did. And God is going to watch over and raise him from the dead three days after he died, and he did. And Jesus is still alive at God's right hand in the third heaven. And he is. So then I must be sensitive to the fact that other people around me can be offended by my words, my actions, or my deeds. And instead of me talking my way, you just have to, you know, suck it up. No, you need to humble yourself because you have offended me. You have sinned against me and you owe me an apology. But the reason some of us can't get to that place is because we're too busy trying to be somebody. Don't you know it takes humility to say I'm sorry? Now, I'm not just talking about musing words out. I'm talking about really, 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 really meaning it. You know, one tear in the left eye. Something like that. So when we talk about our sins being remitted, us being sent away, that's the backstory. God, see, when I say backstory, I'm also talking about a system that God put in place. Now, there are two systems, and you already know them. There is law, and there is grace. Under these two systems, one has already run its course. 
as it relates to animal sacrifice and keeping of a Sabbath day, which was never given to Gentiles. But the law system has already run its course because the law was given by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So today we're living in the age of grace. Come on now. That ain't just the Dodd's daughter. We're living in the age of grace, which means then that grace is unmerited, unearned, cannot work for to get favor. Come on, somebody. The favor of God is upon your life if you are his child, which means then that all things are going to work out for your good. may not happen today, but it's already on God's calendar. It's already on God's schedule. God is already moving things out and bringing things in to put a smile on your face. <laughs> God's going to put a smile on your face. So the system of law ended at Calvary when Christ was crucified. The system of the law that ended at Calvary so that we would understand that there is a strict command under the law. Now the law is the administration of condemnation. Nobody ever got saved up under the law and nobody ever will because the law was given to show the exceeding sinfulness of sin I just 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 for instance if a person in the Old Testament that's the law was found to be picking up sticks on the Sabbath day kill that man that's right you kill him a prophet See, this is, this is the problem right now after Trump's situation. All these fake prophets over in, over in Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, and, and out yonder in California. God said Trump going to be uh, awarded a second term. Well, it didn't happen. Under the Old Testament, a prophet that prophesied stuff like that, that did not come to pass, killed them. Hmm? You want to be upon the law? Come up here. <laughs> God got something for you. So that meant when Christ was crucified on the cross at Calvary, the law stopped right there. Jesus died upon the weight of God's condemnation. He died for every person then born before then, now, and after we are gone, if the Lord delays his coming, the blood of Jesus reached all the way back into the Garden of Eden and forgave Adam and Eve. The blood of Jesus reached all the way to Shreveport and found you and me. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus reaches all the way out into eternity for yet unborn generations. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that washed me white as snow. No other fount I know. 
That's why whenever these so-called black Hebrew Israelite and all that, to me that's foolishness. You, it's a waste of time. If I can't convince you that Jesus Christ is the only way to get to God, then go to hell. That's what Paul said. Let him be an anthema. Some of y'all playing around with this. This is nothing to play with. You only got one shot at this. You miss Jesus, you are lost forever. And there will never, ever be no recourse. And hell is a place of the lake of fire. That's the end result of it. The lake of fire, God will never visit that place. And there's never, ever no getting out of the lake of fire and brimstone. Because right before the lake of fire and brimstone is the great white throne judgment. And the reason the people going to be judged at the great white throne judgment, all of them there are sinners. And God is a God of integrity and power, and he will open the books in another book to show them people, this is where your name was, but when you rejected Jesus and death caught up with you, I blotted your name out. Did you hear that? God blotted their names out because they rejected Jesus. And you run around here with some stupid people in 2021 talking about the Mexicans came out of Manasseh. You a fool. Come on. Today's message, The Forgiveness of Sin, FC2996, FC2996, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. 
trouble all over the world I'm telling every man, woman, boy and girl is coming soon Say these words to Jesus Say Jesus, I believe you are Lord Come into my heart I believe that God raised you from the dead I accept you now Lord as my personal Lord and Savior If you said those words and if you mean those words They are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans Verse 9 through 13 Welcome to the household of faith Much, much love to you Now the question's up Hello, this is Bishop Carwell And this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast The world needs Jesus now more than ever before And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.